Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through true crime stories to discuss an event that took place on this week in history. I'm your host Mark Decano and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. The date we're looking at this episode is the 5th of October and in 1892 the infamous Dalton gang attempted a daring feat, a double bank robbery in Coffeyville, Kansas. Um, have we heard of the Dalton gang before? Uh, we haven't talked about them, but we are in the wild, wild west. We've been in the wild, wild as, west before. Are they as violent, as wild as the Walton gang? <laughs> the, <laughs> the Waltons. <laughs> now that's interesting. There is a Walton gang. Is there? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, that's really <laughs> that gang then. They're really good at saying goodnight to each other. <laughs> yes, the Waltons, no. They say the goodnight before they kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goodnight, Rue. Bang. <laughs> We've gone off subject. Just literally tripped us before we've stepped. So the Waltons are uh, exist. Sorry, the Walton gang. Um, There, there was a Walton gang. That'll do. (laughs) Right in um, Pop Cull, based on the Dalton gang. Okay, all right, fine. We'll come back to that, everyone. We will. So the Dalton gang were around sort of 1890, 1892, sort of. Just quite late period. Quite late. Yeah, for cowboys. Yeah, Um, they're a little bit after the James Younger gang, Mm -hmm. Jesse and Frank James, and uh, Cole and Jim Younger, notorious outlaws. But um, Mother Dalton, Mother Dalton, Adeline was aunt to Cole and Jim Younger, so they are related to other Uh, Wild West. We just haven't mentioned them. We haven't mentioned them. So the Youngers were in prison. This is later after they'd been doing their stuff. Yep. The youngers were already in prison by the time the Dalton gang got going. Yeah, your classic Wild West family. Twelve children. Wow. In the family. Of course. Yep. Actually, they would be prodigiously, eh? You've got Franklin Frank Dalton. <laughs> yeah. Grat Hanley Grat Dalton. Mason Frakes Bill <laughs> Dalton. Uh, right, yeah. And Robert Rennig Bob. Bob yep. Dalton. Okay, Somehow I was hoping there was a Timothy in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Emmett, no nickname Dalton. <laughs> uh, so you got four brothers who were the the Dalton gang. The remainder were there's a couple of other brothers and some sisters in the in the huge family. But you got four men who were in the gang. Were they notorious? They were notorious in their day. Yeah, they were big bank robbers, stagecoach robbers, train robbery. A professional villainy, you might say. I don't know if they were directly inspired by the James Youngers, their cousins. Probably. They certainly followed in their footsteps in in, in the manner of what they did. Yep. As, as seems to be common then, is that they were all lawmen first. Yes. And then... They are all what? Lawmen. So they were like enforcers oh, well, first. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Well, and then thought, you know what, we can make more money if we just yeah, yeah, yeah. use all this power that is interesting. for bad. Well, older brother Frank of the of the gangman, he was a, a deputy marshal. Really? Um, and Weird, isn't it? He was killed in the attempt to arrest some uh, bootleggers in uh, 1887. So, so you would think that they would stay on the side of the law because the lawless side mm. killed their what older brother or? their older brother so two of the brothers who but became, they didn't yeah two of the brothers who went into the into the gang yeah they later then became deputies yeah what's your to hire you for a deputy 
as you say, they all kind of, not only them, but others in their family were lawmen. I suppose you're either on one side or the other. Their father was a saloon keeper, mm-hmm. so like a steady down-to-earth job type guy. Yep. And the others all went law or outlaw. No law. Yeah, yeah, sorry, <laughs> outlaw, yeah, yeah. Law, no law, yeah. I'm going to be a sheriff. You're going to be my deputy trainees. Older brother Frank, he's buried in Coffeyville, Kansas. Right. Been there? No. <laughs> what do they do there? <laughs> Very little, seems. But that's important because that comes up because um, you know how we talked about some of the, some other like Wild West type gangsters or even, you know, Golden Age gangsters in the US. They travel around a lot. Mm-hmm. But these guys seem to not travel around a lot <laughs> which is uh, interesting the interesting thing so that means they, that they didn't travel around a lot. well because it's unusual because yeah because they'll be committing crimes against the same people over and over again yeah oh i see what you mean if you That's travel around travel around you've got different yeah. new victims new opportunities yeah, okay. new horses to i mean, surely there's uh, only this roughly. so many times you can hold up the bank <laughs> <laughs> you again who was that bob you again huh they were in and out of Kansas, also Oklahoma Territory. So that was the area, but they didn't go much wider than that. So you got the four brothers who are in the gang, which is Grat, Emmett, Bill and Bob. Yep. They're the four who started the gang. Now obviously they're doing all their bank robberies and train robberies. They're hooking up with other people, obviously. The people come and go from the gang, as we've talked about a yep. times. Um, people like Bill Doolan, who's quite famous outlaw. He was in and out of the gang. But um, Bob, he, he had this idea and he, he would say that they're going to beat what Jesse James did. Beat? Yeah. Oh, really? They wanted okay. to do bigger and better than Jesse James. Okay. In the amount they amount they Outlaw stakes. Oh, okay. He wanted to pull off a... a, a, a I want to kill a, more people. <laughs> well, he wanted to be immortalised, I guess. Jesse James ain't got nothing on us. Mm, okay. Him doing Is something... Jesse James famous at that time yeah he massively right. so, uh, so that's why he wanted to do it yeah exactly so the gang the youngers his cousins were in the jesse's gang mm. so he wanted to be bigger and better and more yeah. remarkable so he decided to come up with this amazing idea that they would rob two banks at the same time in broad daylight oh yeah <laughs> as opposed to just daylight yeah, had to be broad daylight yeah, yeah. under a big sky. It's narrow daylight is no good <laughs> yeah. to anyone. I can't see anything in narrow daylight. <laughs> Can't we just do it in daylight? Wait, I have a plan. So they decided they were going to hit the Condon and Company Bank and the First National Bank, which was situated on, on either side of the street. Literally, they could see each other being... In Carfeyville. You're Kansas. being robbed. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> <laughs> Coffeyville, right. Carfeyville, okay. Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Local bank. Wow. That's quite uh, audacious. Hmm. Audacious. Is that yeah. a word? Brave. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, to ri- make their infamy rise. Exactly. So yes. it's, what an astonishing Good idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't know what late 19th century robberies, bank robberies look like, but I mean, how many people does it take to rob a bank? In movies, you often see well, like two, four of two people, <laughs> one at there, the door and one at the counter. There's four of them. In well, there you go, two per bank. So it's eight. <laughs> I was four together. Well, it was four brothers, wasn't it? It was four brothers, but they had a couple of extra uh, gang yeah, members. Okay. You need someone spotting in the street. You had a man named Powers. Yep. And a man named Broadwell would join the gang. So the plan was Bob and Emmett Dalton would yep. rob First National Bank. And then Broadwell and Powers with, with Grat Dalton would rob the Condon Bank. 
So that was the plan. So either side of the street, mm. two in there, three in there. There was a big argument, though, because um, Bob, who planned all of this, um, <laughs> wasn't sure if the Grat would be able to do it. The thing to remember... When Don't tell me how to rob a bank. I know how to rob a bank. So he, they were, had a big fight about what they should swap places. So oh, okay. Again, they haven't even committed to... swap banks? So he, he would go in with Powers and Broadwell, and yep. Grat should go in with his other brother. Fine. So the brother could. So they were going to swap banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would swap banks. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the theory. Yeah. So Bob was the mastermind. He was the gang leader. But his brother Emmett, he didn't want to do it because obviously Carfeville was local. Mm. They they grew up around there. They went to school around. <laughs> so they knew people in the town. Lots of them. Good. <laughs> well, they knew uh, everyone. Pretty probably. much everybody. Really. Yeah, yeah. There's like, I don't know, and everyone knew that. You were yeah. robbing the bank again. Yeah. <laughs> it, is a, it is Wednesday. <laughs> so he thought, oh no, we're going to go in there. Guns are blazing. Sure. Yeah. And my friends are going to get hurt. And Bob was like, don't worry, there won't be any shooting. Okay, fine. Yeah. I'll take your word on it, Bob. <laughs> don't worry. Take a ticket and wait for your number to be called. Yeah. Yep. It's not going to be not gonna be any shooting. We'll be in and out before anyone knows what's happening. Good. Right. Everything will be just fine, and nobody will have any cause to complain or get dead. Anyway, <laughs> guess what I'm next. So, the plan was this. You're going to tie up the horses behind the condom bank. Tie up the horses? What have they? <laughs> oh, you mean <laughs> tie the horses are wrong. Tie up the horses. Yeah. <laughs> Steal their wallets. <laughs> Give me your account number. <laughs> but the plan fell down straight away because the horse hitching post wasn't there when they arrived because it had been moved they didn't do what they should have done which is look at wherever he is they just did it based on memory from no, years before oh, no research <laughs> at all no. so they hadn't actually gone and into whole, town to look at it the whole plan was well you'll come to it but effectively ruined by the fact that they couldn't tie the horses <laughs> <laughs> hey you can't park that animal over there it's illegal it meant they had to start the horses somewhere else that wasn't protected by big brick walls, i.e. Yes, they right. weren't protected getting to and getting okay. on their horses, yeah. which meant they had to tie up their horses somewhere else. Yep. There's a place by the jail. Oh, no. I was about to say, <laughs> for a gag. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put our horses in the sheriff's office. There's a place near the jail, which obviously is, is you know, quite open, and they tied their horses up there. To this day, that's now called Dalton Alley. Excellent. So they went down there. This is October 5th, 1892. They tie up their horses, and then the shopkeeper who was out sweeping the, the boards outside his shop. <laughs> Why people always sweep yeah. the street? I don't know. They it's do, really, don't it's they? weird yeah, how yeah. they do that. Um, it's dusty. Deal with it. <laughs> he saw, <laughs> yeah. You're in yeah. the desert. Now he saw the brothers, <laughs> yep. and he's like, I know you. Like straight <laughs> course, away, you really yeah, recognise yeah, yeah. him. Even though Brother Grat was wearing a, a false moustache. Really? <laughs> so that didn't, didn't help at all. Weirdly, didn't stop him recognising all the brothers. <laughs> okay. One of them was wearing a fake moustache. Fine. Uh, <laughs> fake glasses and a Jimmy hat. That's what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the shopkeeper like... Because well, you, like, you can't just call the police, can you? Uh, no, you can't. You know, someone has to see you up. Oh. Okay, yeah. and then make their way to the sheriff's office without you seeing them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Hopefully they're in. Yeah. 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 Well, um, there was people working in, the, in like, literally, like, roadworks going on. There's people working in the street. And um, they oh. saw the guys... High-vis. High-vis. Yeah. They, saw the guys, they saw these brothers going into the bank. 
and just started shouting, the Daltons are robbing the bank! Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight away. Well, that's probably the only Instantly recognised, yeah, instantly yeah. reported Naming widely. their name. <laughs> Naming names. <laughs> exactly. We know who it is. Somebody's robbing the right bank. Now. No, the Daltons are The Daltons are robbing yeah, the yeah. bank. So pretty much instantly, as word passed as it did, like lightning, and everyone knew what was happening. Was that one bank, or was that everyone saw both banks? That's the one bank at this time. They were, so they're entering the Condon Bank on the one side. Yep. This is Grat, Powers and Broader. So meanwhile, the other two brothers are going to go into the First National across mm. the street. But by the time Grat and his compadres had uh, entered the Condon Bank, already people are screaming and shouting, oh. and everyone knows. Right, so they... Sounds like a... Like- Telegraph for the police that I was talking about is more effective than I thought. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah just yeah. shouting. Mind you, if everyone's concentrating on one bank, the notion of robbing the other ones might be a crime. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Might not Should expect that to happen. Yeah. Grat in the bank points up his Winchester mm. and says, uh, "Put the money in the bag." So yeah, literally, true. it's sack yeah. and bank drawer. Fill it up. Of course. Yeah. Everybody, be cool. This is a robbery. Then they saw that the vault was open. The vault door was open. Mm. Which is where obviously the safe is. So he shoves the manager into the into the vault and says, "Open the safe." And the, yeah. and the mate manager says, "It's time locked. It won't open for another ten minutes," which was a lie, but it good worked. Lie. <laughs> good, good lie. lie isn't it? Good lie. He's, so he said, "All right, I'll wait." <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not like we're doing anything time sensitive here, right? Uh, burglars not never greedy. Yeah, I'll hang around for ten minutes, even though already yeah. there's clamour. Everyone knows me. <laughs> Everyone knows me. Everyone's shouting my name in the street. So he says, "All right. So while we wait, we'll have the silver loaded into the bag. The silver on the floor of the vault. Silver not known for being that portable. Mm. So if they put a thousand dollars in silver into bags, that weighs about two hundred pounds." Wow. <laughs> God, that's a lot. So he's very slowly robbing the bank. <laughs> Meanwhile, across yes. the street, oh, yeah. Bob and Emmett are in First National. They say, get to open the safe. Yep. Again, sacks, putting gold and money into the sacks. And they're supposed to meet back at the, meet the other guys. In the middle. In the, in the middle and back to the alley, mm-hmm. to the horses. Yep. Unfortunately, yep. because... Now the whole town knows that, yeah. the, that the banks are being robbed. And one of them are waiting 10 minutes. And one of them's just sort of sitting there, yep. not going to be at the <laughs> rendezvous point. Yep. They, Hopefully somebody smart's gone over to the sheriff's office and let the horses go. <laughs> yeah, you think. So now the uh, Bob and Emmett got to get out of the bank. Mm. They get Thomas Ayres, who was the cashier, to go out ahead of them. At which point, an agent from the American Express Company started shooting at them. Wow. Um, and an innocent bloke was in front of them. Yeah. He um, he was, I think he was wounded. So they left cashier airs outside and start shooting back. Now they're going, oh, now what we're going to do is they take two other employees and they duck out the back door. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Grat Dalton in the other bank hears the gunfire. Mm. He just grabs the bag full of silver. <gasps> can't carry it. Because it's too heavy. Because <laughs> uh, it's he, 200 pounds. Because it's 200 pounds of silver. Yeah. So he demands that the silver is immediately taken out of the bag. Because <laughs> he wants to keep the bag. He wants the bag. So he oh. just starts filling his pockets with cash. Okay. What he can. Wow. So he and his two mates are in that bank now, now unloading silver. Mm, yeah. And uh, while all the while, the townsfolk have been picking up guns, as you probably would expect. Sure. 
passing out guns. There's two shops in the town who like sell general stores, hardware stores. Yeah. They're just handing out rifles to the town's folk. Oh, wow. Did they rob the bank? What's the gun for? What's going on? Wow. Is this the, during the periods when entering a town, you'd have to leave your arms at the boundary? Well, that would be a local ordinance. Right, okay. Yeah, so there would be towns that would say, yeah, check your firearms right. gun. But, but of course, if there's a robber, double robbery going on, <laughs> you're not going to go, no, 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 no. Gun's <laughs> out of the... <laughs> I'm here to disarm you. <laughs> quite, the, quite the reverse. Everyone's yeah. got a gun at this point. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because as we know... What you need if you've got a baddie with a gun is goodies with guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And more people with more guns. More than better. more guns. Yeah. People say, we have to prevent school shootings. And I say, give the children guns so they can defend themselves. You've now got two who've ducked out of the back of the yes. First Nationals, but you've got three who are now in the Condon Bank. They're now under fire from the townsfolk hmm. who are just shooting through the windows. Wow. Almost arbitrarily. And um, they're hold they decide they're going to return fire and they're going to hold out in the bank because, as you remember, they're waiting for the time lock to finish. They're still waiting. <laughs> no. They're being fired on and they're still waiting for it. So they're just shooting in and out of the bank at each other, waiting for a, 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 a non-existent Nine. time lock. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. I forgot. There's n it wasn't time lock. It wasn't time And it's never going to open. Or was it open? Oh, it, it could have opened it at any point. Ah, right. But it just okay. lied yeah, and yeah. said it was time locked. Oh, that's so very just, clever, actually. Yeah, isn't it? Mm. It's just waiting. They're, they're waiting for this. So. Regardless of whether they come out laden with cash or nothing, there's mm. a load of people out there with guns. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of doesn't matter what yeah. if you've got anything or not, you're going to be under fire. Yes. But at any point they could have been making an escape of sorts, yes, but they're, sure, they're, sure. they're not trying to escape because they're well, waiting for the time. Not, no, but at the point that you realise that you've got more treasure in your sack than your own body weight... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's time to leave. You know, <laughs> they're waiting to get more cash, which is light, because they couldn't yeah, carry right, the silver. Okay. Yeah, but they, you know, like I say, you have to balance that with your own life, though. You know, <laughs> greed. Yeah, greed, I mean, so far, I, there's only one outcome. Yeah, that yes. I, in my brain, but yeah. I've no idea what the story is. But yeah, total massacre is the only <laughs> possible outcome. Basically, yeah. Hello, my name's Mark Decano and I host the Comedy in a Nutshell podcast in which I talk with those in and around the comedy circuit and most especially the comedians about what comedy means to them. Simon Amstel plus Lena Dunham plus Mr Blobby. I thought that would be a good combo. Every gig you get is somebody else not getting a gig. I've had sometimes I've had people like pull out a notepad and I've been like, oh no, no, thank you. You are a jester and you're here to bring light relief to people's lives. Somebody at the end was like, oh my God, she's dirty. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Thank you very much. My boyfriend says he feels like he has to tread very carefully because he was like, I know that everything has the potential to become material. I can now give to people and be definitely in that moment or having a good time. So if you want to know more about what comedy means to the people at its heart, then hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Comedy in a nutshell, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fringe, baby. <laughs> Back across the street, brothers Bob and Emmett. Mm. So they went out the back door of First National. There was a man there named uh, Lucius Baldwin. He'd been covering the back with a pistol. So when the brothers ran out, they said, you know, drop your gun. And yep. he didn't respond. So they shot him. Shut him down like a duck. Oh dear. So he was killed instantly. So the brothers then made their way down the back alleys behind the bank. Yep. 
And meanwhile, they can hear everyone shouting and shooting across the street at the other bank. Yeah. Um, Presumably, people will have heard them fire guns yeah, as well, have. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it must have been a lot of gunfire going on. I think, I imagine there would be confusion about which, who's shooting where, because yeah. they're firing in two different banks. And what kind of guns are we talking about? These are like single-shot rifles and six-shooters? Well, it would have been a, a Winchester repeating okay. rifle, you know, the ones that like, yeah. you cock from underneath, like that. They would have oh, that, that sound. Like Tin Can Alley. Like Tin Can Alley. I know. That's a reference point. We can all understand. Uh yeah, so Winchester rifles, most of them would have had those, I guess. The rifle that made the West. Do you know about you know about the Winchester house? Uh, have we talked about that? I think we have talked about it before. I think we have. I don't know what the what you're about to say. So, so the Winchester I've house is... We've I'm gonna, uh, I'll mention it again. doesn't matter. Yeah. So the Winchester house was built by Mrs. Winchester, the widow of the inventor of the Winchester repeating rifle. Yes, it's vaguely coming back to me. And I still don't know what you're going to say. She, <laughs> so the house is a house that kept being built and rebuilt and added to because she, she thought that she was haunted by the ghosts of all the people who'd been killed by the rifle. Mm -hmm. And in order to placate them, they, they, she That'd had to keep building... Though. Yeah, exactly. So she had to keep uh, building yeah, rooms and rooms and rooms on the house. About that. And it had... Because she kept changing the plans and kept adding more things, there would be staircases that went nowhere, doors, oh, yes, and doors yes, that opened yes. onto brick walls. And stuff. A bit like H.H. H. Holmes's castle. Like H.H. Yeah. Holmes' castle. Murder castle. The murder castle. <laughs> yeah. But literally, you'd go up a stairwell and it would, it would just go up to a brick wall yeah, or yeah. a door would open and you'd be outside. Wow. Um, or it wouldn't have anything behind it at all. So it just went and boom. It's a tourist attraction. You can visit it today. Oh, where is it? She probably hasn't seen a uh, ghost. America. Apparently, they just walk through walls anyway. Well, exactly. Just, yeah. They don't care about misleading walls. staircase isn't going to foil them. And <laughs> I demand more. Um, so, it's in America. It's in America. Okay, I'll go there then. <laughs> go there. I'll tell you where it is. It is in San Jose. Wow, California. Okay. Actually. Actually, yeah, we had talked about it. I know. So I was when I was in I the America. In I was in LA. LA. I was in LA and I saw a leaflet advertising it, and nice. I picked it up and thought, "Oh, that's the thing." And then I brought it back that's and the thing. threw it away without telling you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's incredibly. It's got like five hundred rooms. Wow. So it's and it's hugely elaborate and you know very very expensive. Every bit is expensive and there's lots of bits. So it's an absolute multi-million pound. So why are you telling me about that's to do with the, with chat about guns? We were talking about the Winchester repeating rifle, and that's an that's interesting aside. What everyone would have, everyone had it packed because it was awesome. Because every, up until then, you had to like load one bullet at a time. Oh right, yes. whereas that you would put bullets in and then just yeah. Depending on the model, it'll take between twelve and fifteen rounds. Oh, that's yeah. quite good. So yeah, otherwise you'd have like a single shot bolt action yeah so as Bob and Emmett are making their way mm. they bump into another man George Coobin yep he's got a Winchester and he's aiming at the front of the bank now obviously they've skimmed around out the out mm. around the outside he was waiting waiting for them to come out so he could ambush them at the front but they went out the back so they saw him and Bob Dalton shot him in the head yeah Charles Brown, who was standing next to George Coobin. Charlie Brown. Unarmed. Yeah, Chuck Brown. Uh, he went for his gun, and Bob shot and killed him too. You just said he was unarmed. I did. He went for the gun that the uh, dead man had. Someone else's gun. Yeah, he went okay. to pick up the Winchester that Coobin dropped. So he, so he got him. done as well. So Bob's just shot two so We're guys. down to three. We're up to three, though, aren't we? Three dead... Round the back. Townsmen and one wounded. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's not looking good. So, meanwhile, Thomas Ayres, the cashier who they left... Oh, yes, yes. Um, he'd managed to get to one of the hardware stores to get a rifle. Oh, OK. I thought he would been gunned down because they sent him out first. But, yeah, no, he was wounded, but he wasn't oh, killed. Okay. Yep. He saw Bob kill Charlie Brown mm. and raised his rifle, but Bob saw him and shot him as well. Bob's quite alert. Yeah, 200 mm. feet. Wow. wow. Quite the shot, yep. but... Ayres didn't die, but he was paralysed. Wow. He's, um, so he got, he's still got three, one wounded and three dead. Wow. So, so sorry, what was the score at the minute? We've got seven baddies. <laughs> Is it four? four no. Three in one bank, two, two. In, in the other. Yeah. You've just come out and you've got three townsfolk Three townsfolk dead. dead. And one wounded. So, so far. Not, so yeah. far. It's not quite looking like the massacre we thought it would be yet. Mm. Are you trying to think, make out that they're all, all right? A nice bunch of that. <laughs> they're all right. Back across the street again. Oh, yeah. Back in the other bank. Yep. Um, the one with the time lock. One <laughs> the supposed time lock. Yep. They decide it's time to go. They didn't wait for the lock any longer. Yep. Went through the side door and made a run for it across to where the horses were. And they managed to meet up with Barb and Emmett. So now they're all, they're all met up and they're heading down toward the alley where the horses are mm. at which point the marshal Charles Carnally stumbled out into the alley didn't see the outlaws behind him and Grey shot him and killed him too god wow so he knew something was going on and he just happened to come out at the wrong time he came out yeah he came out ran toward the bank where all the shooting and the commotion sure. yeah, yeah. but didn't know that the bandits were, were behind him were behind him so oh, they yeah. turned around saw the marshal shot him so that's Indeed. now we're up to four is it no However, behind the marshal yep. was another man named John Clure, and he managed to shoot Grat. So Grat shot the marshal, yep. and having shot the marshal before he could turn to shoot Clure, Clure shot him in the throat. Oh dear. Meanwhile, trying to mount the horse's Bub, having been shot at from the hardware stump, yep. Bub was shot and he got hit in the head and the heart. Oh, that'll do the trick. Uh, yeah, either one of them would have done. Yeah. Uh, did he, he die? He did. Yeah. So now you have an outlaw down and mm. an outlaw wounded. Injured, yeah. Yeah. It's um, trying to even itself out. Yeah. Yeah, throat injury could go either way, though, couldn't it, really? Could it? Yeah, well, you could either bleed out in a couple of minutes or, or just carry on for the rest. Depending yeah, quite happily. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. 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 Um, I'd like the latter. <laughs> <laughs> Powers was also shot by gunfire from the hardware store. Yep. There's another man down not going very well no have they at this moment have some of them got a bit of silver in their pockets and that's it they're all carrying some stuff yeah oh, okay. they've all got i mean so they've, they've all got some bob bob and emmett have got bags of money coin coinage and cash from the from their bank yeah and then the others have got whatever they managed to pocket because obviously they left the silver mm. some some cash so they've got something um emmett Got on his horse, mm -hmm. but when he saw that uh, Bob had been hit, he tried to get Bob on his horse, mm -hmm. and then got hit in the back with a buckshot. Oh, someone with a shotgun. Yeah, that's going to smart. Isn't it? <laughs> it's going. Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll come back to him in a second. I'll tell you what happened to him. Broadwell, he was hit a few times, but did manage to ride off. But then he was found later. He got two miles and then died from his gunshot wounds. Wow. Sure. So another dead dropping like flies. I guess once you take one of them out, that there's less fire to Absolutely. defend against. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So Grat and Barb Dalton, Dick Broadwell and Bill Powers were all shot dead. Holy crossfire. Hoist on their own murderous petards. So now it's four for four and one townsfolk wounded and one Emmett Dalton wounded. Yep. So that he had the buckshot. He had 23 gunshot wounds. Wow. Mostly buckshot. But Is also just small? Yeah. But I mean, a lot of like, in his back. bearings. In, yeah. yeah. His back. But he was also I mean, shot in not, the... I realise it's not very nice. <laughs> it's not but... great to be shot with a shotgun. But also he had rifle shots through the arm, shoulder and the leg. So it's not he's not going to... On the basis that there's no hospital mm. penicillin actual... Uh, clen- cleanliness yeah. or anything, he's probably going to die anyway. Yeah, I mean, you'd spend a week bleeding out in a bed, and yeah, and with a bandage around your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here's some tea. And that'll yeah. be your medical uh, kind of treatment, won't it? Covered in Basically, poultices. It's covered in a, yeah, vinegar poultice. Here's some stale bread <laughs> so you can either eat it or it will mop up the blood yeah shall I tell sorry, you what happened to him great. oh yeah yeah sorry <laughs> he survived oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm quite pleased for him <laughs> he survived he uh, he was given a life sentence oh right fine so so far the uh Utopia of being as famous as yeah, as specific James. J- the James Gang or specifically Jesse James yeah presumably is not yeah it just going, if, yeah because <laughs> yeah. we know about Jesse James and well we that's don't know the, exactly about the <laughs> really, never yeah. ever heard yeah. hilariously yes yeah, so we'd never <laughs> ever heard of him until well I hadn't it was an audacious raid but yeah. it yeah. went south pretty quick very very quickly yeah, yeah. right okay. Um, so the other brother, Bill Dalton, the other yep. gang member, and Bill Doolin, another gang member, fam- he's famous in his own right. Yeah, they were waiting with some other horses, but after a while they got tired of waiting and they just left. <laughs> so we don't we don't even know how long they waited or whether they would have caught up with them anyway. They were waiting with fresh horses, so presumably yeah. they would have run hell for leather out of the town on presumably. horses and yeah. In, yeah change for fresh horse. and maybe but after a say, few minutes after it kicked off they just thought I'm not hanging around just uh, forget it yeah. they were miles away this has got messy <laughs> but the thing is they would have heard it though I reckon I, you'd I hear oh you'd hear all the gunfire and stuff would. absolutely I mean, it yeah. depends when you say miles well it, I just know it was no. several miles so I don't I'd know I'd say five miles in 18 whatever 1895 yeah <laughs> let's say <laughs> was it back to the future Age. 1885 yeah yeah, yeah. Was that when it was? No, this is 1892. Mm. And that, this... Um, seven Emmet, years that after... Doc seven years Emmet. after Back to the Future Part 3. <laughs> Sorry? Was that that Emmett? Was it Doc Emmett? Doc Emmett, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's where he was named up. Called Eastwood. <laughs> Clint Eastwood. I don't think it's nice, you laughing. Uh, well, yeah. perhaps that... Um, no, hang on. <laughs> It's not real. But they, I, I mean, I'm say perhaps that's what they were trying to strive for. The notoriety <laughs> of Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. He had a ravine named after him. <laughs> Eastwood yeah. Ravine. The, because uh, seven years previously, someone else was a hero, kind of. And that's who they were trying to emulate. Well, no. But, um, <laughs> but none of it existed. They stole a train. Yep. Well, I'm I'm wondering if the, the the guys who got tired of waiting, if they'd known to factor in the possibility they might wait ten minutes for a mm. time lock 
I reckon. Let's give them eight and a half minutes. I reckon in that kind of terrain, not that I know what the terrain (laughs) is at all, but I reckon five miles you'd hear kind of going. That might have been 20 miles away. How long do you ride a horse before you need a fresh horse? I don't know. Many miles. Yeah, probably. It probably is, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. 10 or 20 miles. Yeah. Full speed. Yeah. Well, to necessitate changing for a fresh one, they'd have to be tired, and horses aren't weak. I mean, you're right. It's minimum 10, I'd say. I'd say say more like 30, 40, 50. Yeah, yeah, okay, right, fine. So they just... probably didn't hit. They were just sitting there going... I don't think well, they Well, ultimately, coming. they were right to leave. Ultimately, they were right to leave, yeah. So, uh, Doc Emmett Dalton, <laughs> he, uh, yes. he got his life sentence. He served 14 years mm-hmm. and then got a pardon. Why? I don't know. <laughs> don't, I don't know. <laughs> because he was full of holes. Wow. Um, he moved to Hollywood, California. Did he? Great Scott. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and made Back to the Future yeah. part three. And, uh, and he did, well, he was an actor. He did everything from acting to real estate. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was all forgotten. Yeah. That was bizarre. Did he kill anyone? Uh, not, not like that. He no. just didn't get killed. Basically. He didn't get killed. Yeah. yeah. So he got well, done. doesn't deserve a pardon. <laughs> no, I know. Not in the slightest. Uh, when he got out, he died in 1937. Uh-huh. 66 wow. but when he got out of prison after doing his 14 years he said that the whole reason they tried to do this big last hurrah the yeah. reason they eventually agreed to do it was because they were under so much pressure from the law that they wanted one big score so they could all get out and not do it anymore not do okay. any more outlawing um, it's always the way it's, it's, mm. yeah it's all or nothing and in this case it was nothing because it yeah. basically it was the destruction of the gang because one brother captured two's killed mm. and just one left and whose whose power of the gang was destroyed. So basically, it's Bill Doolin, as I say, famous in his own right. He uh, basically um, started a new gang, and he he did get Bill Dalton, and they became the Doolin Dalton gang, as opposed to the Dalton gang. And they did a whole bunch of other robberies until eventually they were uh, captured or killed. That's the tale of the double bank robbery of Carfieville. Well, that is extraordinary. Awesome. So going full circle again. Yarp. The um, pop cull will be the Walton gang. <laughs> yeah, there's good pop cull, actually. Walton's gang yep. is in Red Dead Redemption. You know that video game? Uh, yeah. So Red Dead Redemption has a, there's a gang in that gang of outlaws called Walton's gang, and it's yeah, based okay. on the we'll Dalton gang. It's it from there. Very good. But what might, you might better know yep. is the 1940 Randall Scott movie. Randolph Scott. When the Daltons Rode. Really? Adapted from Emmett Dalton's book of 1931. He wrote a book about the gang. Before he died. Before he died. So Randolph Scott made a Western in 1940. And then in 1946, there was another movie called Bad Man's Territory starring Randolph Scott, based on the Daltons. Randolph Scott. And then in 1948, there was another movie called Return of the Bad Men. Starring Randolph Scott, <laughs> based on the Daltons. Randolph Scott! And then... No. <laughs> so that must mean it did quite well. In 1949, there was a film called The Doolins of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Starring <laughs> Randolph Scott. <laughs> as Bill Doolin. Right. Which is based on... What happened to Bill Doolin after the Coffeeville attack? 
1952 is a film called The Cimarron Kid, starring Audie Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) Genuine American hero Audie Murphy. But yeah, loads of movies. Good. Your classic westerns. Mm. Randolph Scott, big fan, obviously. Also, Lucky Luke. Mm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The cartoon. Yep. One of those, for those who don't know, Lucky Luke is uh, a French cartoon, uh, comic book. Comic book yeah, from yeah, the yeah. 50s, basically. Yeah. Um, and one of, the, one of those is the Coffeeville and the Daltons. Is, is right, it? okay. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. talk about that. So it got across the Atlantic to yeah. Europe. They were talking about it. There's a 1957 Western called The Dalton Girls. Oh, bring in which is a supp- new audience. Yeah, which is supposedly like the sisters taking over yeah. from okay. the brothers who were all killed and captured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of TV shows that mention it, that refer to it in, in episodes. Again, there's there's a more modern movie. It says Randy Quaid was in the movie in 1979, Last Ride of the Dalton Gang. And he also was in The Long Riders, which is about the, the James Younger gang. The album by the Eagles, Desperado. Mm-hmm. There's a song on that called Doolin' Dalton. Um, about the Dooling Dalton gang. And there's a photo, a famous photo of the capture of the gang after the mm. Coffeeville shootout. And the, the Eagles, the band members, recreate the picture on the back yeah, of the album. Yeah. That's quite it's good. It's quite fun. Yeah. There's lots of photos of the bodies all lined up for viewing. They line them all up, yeah, yeah. There's one where they're holding them up. They're holding oh, them up for the, for the camera. Yeah. yeah. But possibly, to my mind, the most impressive and most memorable... Um, recreation of the Dalton Gang is with Huckleberry Hound. (laughs) Just take it easy now. Excellent. That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode, then just Google it or something. You can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website. That's www.truecrimediary.co.uk. Please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can, or you can email us. That's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk. My thanks to Jed and Rue and to all of you for listening, and we'll see you again on next date in our True Crime Diary.